Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Good morning. It's Johanna here. I'll be your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 2nd of January and the 21st of the month Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history is the birth of Shimon, the patriarch Shimon. According to tradition from Genesis 29:33, then she conceived again and bore a son and said, because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. So she named him Shimon. This week, our parasha is called Shemot, which means names. And we're going to start today by reading Exodus 2. In Hebrew, the book Exodus is called Shemot, just like this week's parasha. So it's Shemot chapter 2, verse 11 through 25. Before we begin our readings, well, first of all, let me just say... Um, I hope that you can bear with my voice. I'm coming back from having lost it a little bit, and um, I just pray that it's not a distraction or irritation to listen to. But I did want to read for you guys this morning. So next, we're going to go ahead, as we do at the beginning of each episode, and bless God and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Now it happened in those days, after Moshe had grown up, that he went out to his brothers and saw their burdens. He noticed an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people. So he looked around, and when he saw that there was nobody, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. Then he went out the following day and saw two Hebrew men fighting. So he said to the guilty one, Why are you beating your companion? But the man answered, Who made you a ruler and a judge over us? Are you saying you're going to kill me just as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moshe was afraid and thought, For sure the deed has become known. When Pharaoh heard about this, he tried to kill Moshe. But Moshe fled from Pharaoh and settled in the land of Midian, where he sat down by a well. 
Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters who came and drew water. They filled the troughs to water their father's flock. But shepherds came and drove them away. So Moshe stood up, helped them, and watered their flock. When they came to Reuel, their father, he said, How come you've returned so soon today? So they told him, An Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds. He also drew water for us and watered the flock. Where is he then? He said to his daughters, Why did you leave the man behind? Invite him to have some food to eat. Moshe was content to stay on with the man. Later, he gave Moshe his daughter, Tsipora. She gave birth to a son, and he named him Gershom, saying, I have been an outsider in a foreign land. Now it came about over the course of those many days that the king of Egypt died. B'nai Israel groaned because of their slavery. They cried out, and their cry from slavery went up to God. God heard their sobbing and remembered his covenant with Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. God saw B'nai Israel, and he was concerned about them. That was Exodus 2, 11 through 25. Our portion today from the prophets is Second Samuel chapters 8 and 9. Now afterward, David attacked the Philistines and subdued them, and took Metig-Ama from the hand of the Philistines. He also defeated Moab. He made them lie down on the ground and measured them with a cord. Every two measures of them were put to death, and the third measure was kept alive. So the Moabites became vassals to David, bringing tribute. David also defeated King Hadadezel, son of Rehov of Tzoba, as he went to restore his dominion along the river. David captured him, captured from him a thousand seven hundred horsemen and twenty thousand foot soldiers. And David hamstrung all the chariot horses, while reserving one hundred of them for chariots. When the Arameans of Damascus came to the aid of King Hadadezer of Tzoba, David struck down twenty-two thousand Aramean men. Then David stationed garrisons in Aram of Damascus, and the Arameans became vassals to David, bringing tribute. So the Lord gave victory to David wherever he went. David also took the golden shields of Hadadezer's officers and brought them to Jerusalem, from Betach and Berotai, towns of Hadadezer. David took a vast amount of bronze. Now when King Toi of Hamat heard that David had defeated the entire army of Hadadezer, Toi sent his son Yoram to King David to greet him and congratulate him on his victory in battle over Hadadezer. For Hadadezer had been at war with Toi. Yoram brought with him articles of silver, gold, and bronze. These two King David consecrated to the Lord, 
along with the silver and gold he had consecrated from all the nations that he had subdued, from Aram, Moab, the Ammonites, the Philistines, Amalek, and from the spoil of Hadadezel, son of Rehov, king of Tzoba. Then David made a name for himself when he returned from striking 18,000 down from the Edom in the Valley of Salt. Then he stationed garrisons in Edom. Throughout all Edom he stationed garrisons so that the Edomites became vassals to David. So the Lord gave victory to David wherever he went. David reigned over all Israel, and David executed justice and righteousness for all his people. Yoav, son of Zuyah, was commander over the army. Yehoshaphat, son of Achilud, was recorder. Tzadok, son of Achituv, and Achimelech, son of Aviatar, were Kohanim. Sarayah was scribe. Benayah, son of Yehoiada, was over the Cheretites and the Pelatites, and David's sons were chief ministers. Then David inquired, Is there anyone still left from the house of Shaul, so that I may show him kindness for Yonatan's sake? Now there was a servant from Shaul's house whose name was Ziva, so they summoned him to David. The king asked him, Are you Ziva? Your servant, he said. The king asked him, Is there still anyone from the house of Shaul to whom I may show the kindness of God. There is still a son of Yonatan, Ziva said to the king, with crippled legs. Where is he? the king said to him. Ziva said to the king, He is there in the house of Machil, son of Amiel, in Lodevar. So King David sent word and brought him from the house of Machil, son of Amiel, from Lodevar. Then Mephibosheth, son of Yonatan, son of Shaul, came to David, fell on his face, and prostrated himself. Mephibosheth, David said, Behold, your servant, he answered. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Yonatan. I will restore to you all the land of your grandfather, Shaul, and you will always eat bread at my table. Then he bowed down and said, What is your servant, that you should look at it such a dead dog like me? Then the king summoned Ziva, Shaul's servant, and said to him, All that belong to Shaul and to all his household I have given to your master's son. So you, you and your sons and your servants, will till the land for him, and you will bring in the yield, so that your master's son may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, your master's son, will always eat bread at my table. Now Ziva had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then Ziva said to the king, According to all that my lord the king commands his servant, so will your servant do. Thus Mephibosheth used to eat at the table, just like one of the king's sons. Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Mika. All the members of Ziva's household were servants to Mephibosheth.
but Mephibosheth lived in Yerushalayim, for he ate at the king's table regularly, though he was crippled in both his legs. That was Second Samuel chapters 8 and 9. And now for our portion today from the writings, we will read Psalm 76. For the music director, on stringed instruments, a psalm of Asaph, a song. In Yehuda, God is known. In Israel, his name is great. In Shalem is his sukkah. In his dwelling place is Zion. There he broke the fiery shafts and the bow, the shield, the sword, and the battle. Selah. You are brilliant, more majestic than nourishing mountains. The valiant have been plundered. They slumbered in their sleep. The mighty could not lift their hands. At your rebuke, O God of Yaakov, both horse and rider lay dead asleep. You are awesome. Yes, you are. Who can stand in your presence once you are angry? From heaven you pronounce judgment. The earth feared and was still. When God rose up to judgment to save all the humble of the land. Selah. For wrath upon man will bring you praise. A remnant of wrath you put on as a belt. Make vows to the Lord your God and fulfill them. Let all around him bring tribute to the one who is to be feared. He cuts off the breath of princes. The kings of earth are in awe of him. That was Psalm 76. And now our final portion for today, we will read from the Apostles, Luke chapter 6, verse 27 through 49. And here Yeshua is continuing his speech. But I say to you who are listening, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for the ones who mistreat you. To the one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from the one who takes your cloak, do not hold back your shirt. Give to everyone who asks you, and whoever takes something of yours, make no demands upon him. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are doing good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do this. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to take, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners in order to receive back the same. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. Then your reward will be great, and you will be sons of Elion, for he is kind to the ungrateful and evil ones. Be compassionate, just as your father is compassionate to you. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Pardon, and you will be pardoned. Give, and it will be given to you. 
a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, overflowing, will be given into your lap. For whatever measure you measure out will be measured back to you. He also spoke this parable to them. The blind cannot show the way to the blind, can he? Won't they both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like his teacher. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but you do not notice the beam in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take out the speck in your eye, when you yourself do not see the beam in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the beam out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly the speck in your brother's eye to take it out. For there is no good tree that produces rotten fruit, nor again does a rotten tree produce good fruit. Each tree comes to be known by its fruit. For figs are not gleaned out of briars, neither are bunches of grapes gathered from thorn bushes. Out of the good treasure of his heart, the good man brings forth good. And out of the evil, the evil man brings forth evil. For from the overflow of the heart, his mouth speaks. Why do you call me Master, Master, and do not do what I say? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid a foundation on the rock. And when a flood came, the torrent burst against that house, but could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears yet does not do is like a man who built a house upon land without a foundation. When the torrent burst against it, immediately it collapsed, and the destruction of that house was great. That was Luke six twenty-seven through 49. And if you are reading through the Apostles twice in this year's cycle, please read Galatians 4 today also. It's been so encouraging for me to read the scriptures for you this morning. I pray that your day will be full of the grace and strength of the Father as He carries you. I pray the Word of God will strengthen your heart. That's it for me for today. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time.